Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And um, there were some things that happened today. In case anyone was under a rock, Jason, what happened in the Pac-12? Yeah, so there was big swimming news out of the Pac-12 today. No. Um, what didn't happen in the Pac-12? So basically, I'll just start with how it played out. I, I took a little nappy nap, and I woke up, and the first thing I saw was a tweet sent to my phone about UCLA and USC leaving the Pac-12. And then I saw a little group text we're in, and uh, they were going crazy. Then I jumped on Twitter, and I was like, oh. My first thought was, I, I, I think this is just those two schools fighting to get rid of the equal revenue sharing in the Pac-12, which that's never made any sense. And then it was like, nope, this is real already. And so there's actually a process in the Pac-12 where you have to ask for permission and all that. Um, and the process that Texas and Oklahoma did with the SEC took longer. So it's like, oh, maybe it's not done yet, but it was done. It is done already. <laughs> schools announced it. Clearly they were going behind everyone's back. It is extremely impressive that USC and UCLA were able to keep this a secret. But uh, long story short, you know, we don't know how the whole thing played out just yet. Um, you know, the, the feeling is that Fox pretty much organized the whole thing based on TV rights and all that. But long story short, uh, UCLA and USC are in the Big Ten officially starting in a couple of years. And the rest of the now Pac-10 again is figuring out what comes next. What was your immediate in the moment reaction oh shit that's i mean that's in in look like it it's a sad day it really is you know growing up on, in the west you know living in california arizona the only two places i've lived i'm born and raised pac-12 basketball football all that and it's always been usc and ucla as the anchors of the pac-12 oregon has come on as of late you know washington had there for years but it was always something about usc and uh, in UCLA, right? And so for those schools to leave the conference uh, is set. You know, it, it's, it's the end of an era. There's a lot of memories of great games where UCLA and USC and Arizona and even other teams, and it's like, those are gone. And I've heard it from a few people that uh, basketball will expect to still play UCLA at a conference, but it's just not the same. And, you know, it's my other immediate reaction was that, unfortunately, uh, you know, the more you think about it, I guess it's not immediate, but the less of a surprise it is. Because we should have seen this coming when everybody else was talking expansion and George, Pac-12 Commission George, I call him, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, uh, comes in and says, no, we're good. We're not really having those discussions. We're good. The Big 12 went to the Pac-10, uh, Pac-12, and said, let's combine, form a super conference. George said, no, we're good. And now look, in Arizona's t or the Pac-12's TV rights are up in a few years. Well, what leverage do they have? They got nothing. And now you notice, like when the, the it was announced USC and UCLA came along, 
Apple TV re-entered negotiations for the rights to the big to the Big Ten. Other networks now get involved. Their TV ta- deal is going to be ridiculous. Pac-12 can't even sign one right now because no one knows who's in the conference and the two biggest markets or the biggest market is is gone. So my immediate reaction was, oh crap! Like it's there's a lot that has to be done by every school in the Pac-12, the conference as a whole. Now that USC and UCLA are out. You certainly were animated when you called me at work and pulled me off planning Miranda's Star-Spangled Spectacular to tell me this happened. I was. But you didn't believe me at first. I kind of was. Also, to be fair, I've had a day planning this event. But I thought it was kind of a joke at first. But he was uh, a little panicky. I said, honey, I know we were going to talk football, but let's talk about how we don't know what the future of Arizona athletics as a whole consists of it's a little a little bit bigger picture yeah um the better question then is this good or bad for arizona i can't think of the positives i really can't and again i'm a tradition guy that the tradition's dead let's say you know arizona stays in the pack 10 or whatever and they add a few more schools it's still not good because the schools that they replace with aren't going to be as good as usc and ucla from a financial point and probably from a competitive point uh, as well it's just not the same and now arizona is on right now for today. You know, who knows what tomorrow will bring, but they're on the outside looking in, and that's never good. It is not good to not be a part of a major change in college football. Like, you don't want to be by the wayside. Other schools have moved around, signed new contracts, etc. Arizona doesn't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. There's going to be a Pac-12 meeting tomorrow, from what I understand, uh, between athletic directors. I'm not sure yet if presidents are going to be on it, but that meeting is going to be important. It could be good from like a, uh, you know, if, if Arizona joins the Pac-12, upside the Pac-12, the Big 12, basketball-wise, there's a lot of fun matchups, right? Like there's Arizona-Baylor, Arizona-Houston, Arizona-Kansas, Arizona-Texas Tech. Like that's pretty cool from that standpoint. But it's hard to imagine a scenario that this just isn't bad for Arizona athletics moving forward. Well, crap. Um, (laughs) what are the next options then? So there's multiple options, all right? And uh, I feel like I said this all day and I told you earlier, to me, the first thing we need to figure out as a conference is, uh, we, meaning I'm the leader, the new leader. Right, Houston is the ruler. Washington and Oregon. That's the first and the biggest domino. If Washington and Oregon leave to whatever conference it is, the Pac-12 is dead right there and then. Right, you can make the argument the Pac-12 is dead already, and I wouldn't necessarily disagree, but it is. Poke it with a stick. It's, it's like super dead. Like super dead. There's no turning back from that. You're not adding teams. If you are, you're killing your conference anyway. To me, that's the end of the Pac-12. Let's say, um, you know, let's go through scenarios. Oregon and Washington are off to the Big Ten. Arizona is now left without a conference. Uh, the, the most common scenario that I've heard from people in and out of Arizona is the Big 12. There's some people that believe that Arizona was very quickly, and I can't confirm it yet, Arizona's been quiet, uh, declined comment, rightfully so, I get it, uh, when I tried to get a comment, but uh, the Big 12 is pretty much the only scenario that's been mentioned to me by numerous people, and it would be Arizona, ASU, Colorado, and Utah. That's what most people think, Oregon and Washington in that scenario are leaving, clearly. Um, you know, that to me, if you want to get crazy, you can maybe talk about the ACC. Their gate rights are until 2036. They're pretty much stuck for quite a while. So maybe the ACC just says, you know what? 
We're going to add some more schools. We're going to make an ACC West. We'll give them more money your way, Clemson and all that. Just stay with us. And, you know, Florida State, Clemson, et cetera, right? Uh, you know, other scenario is Oregon and Washington leave. And I think this is a horrible idea, but you never know with the Pac-12. They go out and they get San Diego State, Boise State, UNLV, and like a Wyoming or something like that to replace those four teams. Call it the Pac-12 and you're still good. Diminish completely yeah, that seems in every great. sport, but it would keep the Pac-12 alive. Um, I don't think that'll happen academically, you know, athletically. I just, it's a horrible idea. Uh, and then, you know, their option is, hey, maybe Oregon and Washington stay. They don't add any teams. We're back to the Pac-10. That's another idea I don't really like, but so be it. The, the dream scenario is the Big Ten finds a, a way to invite Arizona. Says, you know what, let's take Stanford, Oregon, and the Arizona schools. You know, let's start a, a West division type of deal. Let's create the first super-duper conference, 20 teams. Let's get that going. I don't think that's realistic. I think their goal right now is to add Notre Dame, and I'm not even sure they're going to move on to Washington and Oregon without Notre Dame. You know, Oregon and Washington could choose to go to the SEC. The thing that I always come back to is USC and UCLA joined the Big Ten, and there's no real travel partner in the sense where there's no, like, quick trip. Like, everywhere else in the Big Ten, there's quick trips. You know, UCLA now goes to Washington, goes to Arizona. Easy trips. They don't have that now. And I think logically it would make sense if the Big Ten went and added a school like Washington and Oregon to make sure that the travel was easier and at least they had that, you know, going for them because otherwise the travel for USC and UCLA are just insane. All right. So which option do you prefer? I, I am of the belief that Oregon and Washington aren't staying. I think that the number one option is probably Oregon and Washington stay. You add a San Diego State and a Boise State. You know, okay. and, and not bad. You yeah, know, it's you're not still, bad. it's yeah. not, not great, but not awful. Could be worse. San Diego State and Boise State, good football schools. That's where the money's at. Um, you know, decent basketball schools. My selfish scenario for entertainment is I, I think Arizona should go to the Big 12. I don't think it should wait. I think they have to watch out for themselves. And basketball is, you know, football makes the money way more than basketball for every school, even even the best of schools. But when you're talking about Arizona basketball, which is where the more interest in, you're Arizona at Kansas in the regular season. Kansas coming to McHale. Arizona versus Baylor. Baylor coming to McHale. Texas Tech. Houston. That's exciting. BYU. West Virginia. Basketball-wise, Arizona's probably in the best basketball conference in the country now. And so, selfishly, that's what I want. In football, there's no USC and UCLA. USC is about to be a powerhouse. Oh, thank God. There's, we don't have to hear their yeah. stupid song anymore. So Baylor's the best team. Texas Tech, Houston are decent. But there's nothing crazy in that conference. There'd be some eh football games. But basketball-wise, it's pretty sexy. So that's, that's probably the option I prefer. The worst-case scenario is what I said, which I think is a long shot, which is Oregon and Washington leave anyway. Arizona says basically make us the leader of the Pac-12. And then let's bring in, you know, some... UNLV, Wyoming, San Jose, Fresno State. I don't like that at all. I think that's a horrible idea. You're basically the whack. If you take the best schools from the Mountain West and the whack, it's a horrible idea to me. So I, I wouldn't do it. That's probably the option I, I least prefer. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, well, we know your preferences. What is your prediction? I think the Pac-12 is dead. I think that Phil Knight has put in so much money to Oregon and at Oregon's university and athletics, and he has so many connections and, and money that he's not just going to stand by and watch the Pac-12 go to the wayside. And if I'm Dan Lanning, the new coach of Oregon, I'm pretty pissed today because I thought, you know, now, again, Pac-12 is the effectiveness, the, the national appeal, the sexiness decreased. Does that right? wait, Does that make us not the conference of champions anymore? No. The main champions With the conferences left. of, like, like the teams that only yeah. won one or two? Yeah. And, like, you know, it, it's – so uh, my prediction is Oregon and Washington leave, and I think Arizona, ASU, Colorado, and Utah join the Pac-12. I think Wait, Washington, no, not the Pac-12. The, pa- the Big 12. Big 12. I think Oregon State, Washington State are screwed. I, I don't think Cal cares. I could see Cal wiping out athletics for their AD is the worst in the country. Stanford, you know, I think they would figure it out, maybe go independent, join a conference for basketball. I don't know. Um, but I think that... You know, and, and that's another option. Like Stanford and Cal, while not great athletically with football and basketball, uh, academically they're so good that maybe Big Ten makes a pitch to them. Maybe the ACC makes a pitch to them. I don't know. But um, my prediction is that Arizona will be in the Big 12. I don't know what the Big 12 will look like, but, but they'll be in a, a form of the Big 12 in, in two years. I just I, – I, I think the least likely scenario is the Pac-12 survives this. I really do. It's – you know, people talk about bringing in new schools for the revenue. It's not coming close to what USC and UCLA were bringing in for the conference. And then again, it goes back to equal sharing. You're inviting Fresno State, who makes $10 for you, and you're giving them as much money as Oregon. If you're Oregon, why are you accepting that? So for all we know, Oregon is going to go to the Pac-12 and be like, no, we're switching things up. We want 15%. Washington wants 15% or whatever it is, and you can split the 70% with the rest of the conference. But we want more. And if you do that... Well, they have a good bargaining chip Right. There. Like, Oregon and Washington, again, to me, have, a, have all the leverage. And, you know, it, I know you didn't pose this question, but I want to make sure I touch on it. We're killing Larry Scott today. Oh, my God. And uh, a good chunk of this is his fault. This is almost all his fault. But I will say this. I think that George should be embarrassed today. He oh. got caught with his pants down. The fact that he was out of town... When this happened, as of two hours ago, he still hadn't talked to UCLA's athletic director. He has no idea what to do next. He had no idea that this was coming. He got absolutely blindsided. And I would love to be a fly on the wall in that athletic director meeting tomorrow because there are going to be a lot of athletic directors that want answers because literally... This might sound like an exaggeration, but it's not. The future of these schools' athletics depend on the next step. Like, if Arizona screws this up, it's it's screwed. Like, Arizona athletics as we know it. Like, my dad was upset today. I was like, why are you upset? He goes, oh, who knows, like, what you'll be covering. He's like, he's like what ones if they disappear? I'm like, they're not going to disappear. He's like, what ones if you're doing the whack? <laughs> like, like, we, like, it's that serious where if Arizona judges this wrong... 
the future of athletics are just completely and financially screwed. No pressure. Bum, bum, bum. So, uh, yeah. I mean, wow, that was, uh, that was pretty heavy. There's so much to discuss with this. I think we're going to do another podcast about it next week after, you know. But, like, another topic people are asking about is recruiting. Does it affect recruiting? I, I think it can reflect, affect recruiting in, uh, in football. You know, you, if you're a California kid, you're, never, you're not coming back to your state if you go to Arizona. You're no longer playing in L.A. school in front of your friends and family at a stadium you might have grown up going to. That hurts. Basketball, I don't think it matters at all. Tommy Lloyd's going to recruit nationally for the most part, and, and they'll be fine. But there are – I wish I had answers, and anyone that is pretending like they have answers, they're lying. No one knows what's going to happen. There's rumors out there that Washington and Oregon have no intention of going to the Big Ten. Um, Ryan Karchi of the Daily News, I think, or maybe L.A. Times, I don't know tweeted that. It was like, yeah, they don't have an invitation. And then there's another guy from the fifth quarter that says, I swear to God on my sources, I saw Ryan Sweet, I swear to God next week, Oregon and Washington will be announced as the newest members of the Big Ten. So it's like, like it, there's just so there's many rumors. a lot of di- differing stories right now. That's why a lot of Pac-12 schools didn't make statements. Like Pac-12 schools, if you noticed, outside of USC, I think Utah did, but outside of you know the LA schools in Utah, didn't make statements. Oregon didn't say anything. Arizona didn't say anything. And the reason these schools didn't say anything is because they don't know what's happening. Now they're starting to worry about themselves and go from there. And I, I don't mind the no comment. I wouldn't comment at all in this situation instead of releasing the crappy statement that the Pac-12 did that said nothing. What the Pac-12 should have done if they wanted to release a statement was bury the LA schools. Make them out to be complete villains, say they didn't care about the Pac-12, they didn't inform us, blah, blah, blah. Instead of going, yeehaw, you know, the Titanic sinking, but maybe we'll be able to fix it. We'll find out soon. Other than wow. that, everything's fine. Everything's fine, guys. It's like that meme with the the, the, the dog sitting in the fire. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm fine. Anyway, I wish this was a little... I'm drinking coffee. Quicker. I'm drinking coffee at 1020, Shelby. It's, it's that night. drinking straight black coffee Black right coffee, now. 1020 at night. Serious stuff. I, uh, yeah, the message boards are popping. And Wildcat Authority, if you're listening to this, um, we, we actually coordinated this with USC and UCLA. We started a sale, and then the next day they left forever. Goodbye. Uh, but again, two months for only $1. The link's right on the front page. Shelby brought up a good point. No more eight clap. No more Tommy Trojan yeah. victory dance. I mean, I'm not sad about that. Guys, I just had to edit this podcast. Shelby's cracking up. <laughs> she said, quote, UCLA fans are the effing worst. I did. Full word. I go, Shelby. I did. I, this so is we a- had to... This podcast is oh, for the change it. This podcast Everyone's is for the kids, Shelby. Delicate sensibilities. Oh my god. We're, I mean, wow. I'm sure everyone's heard the F word. Well, I did explain to you mm-hmm. that you said they left because of Tommy Lloyd and Jet Fish. It was fear. That's what it was. USC too. I texted my brother in law, I got Jetfish owns you. And you will never Clay Helton left because of Jetfish. Not because he got fired. No. Also, Shelby, quick note, do you know that beach volleyball? does not exist in the Big Ten. So USC and UCLA, I believe, will have to go independent. Wow. I mean, I feel like they really thought all of this through. Because there's no beaches, I think, True. Right? I would imagine. No, there's some beaches. I don't know if I want to go to beach in New Jersey. Gross. Iowa definitely doesn't have beaches unless you count corn stalks. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a very funny, uh, someone tweeted, let's rank the new Big Ten by racist schools. Uh-oh. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was a good one. So, anyway, uh, we're going to war. It's basically what I'm saying. I'm pretty pissed. 
Um, you know, I've never been to West Virginia. I've never been to uh, anywhere in Texas besides San Antonio. But it was always fun to go on L.A. road trips, and that's uh, that's probably that's gone. Yeah, this is definitely the end of an era, no matter what happens, because it's not going to be the same. Shelby, Bill Walton might be jobless. Bill Walton, I'd love to hear what he has to say. And there's about a this. lot of good people at the Pac-12 Network. I don't see how the Pac-12 Network even exists. Mm-mm. By the way, and to sum this up, the Big Ten has been covering this nonstop their network for like the last eight hours. If you turn on Pac-12 right now, there's a replay of women's volleyball. <laughs> that sums up That's all the problems in the Pac-12. I think that that is apropos at this moment. Kevin O'Neill got out when he should have. He knew better. Anyway, with that being said. Shout out to KO. Shelby, tell them about this weekend. This weekend, we want you to come out and enjoy Miranda's Star Spangled Spectacular. I have been planning it furiously with our amazing team in Parks and Rec. And there's a car show, there's a musical instrument petting zoo, there's a creation station for kids, there's a splash pad, there's a playground. I will be appearing there's for a few hours. There's 35 food trucks. Of course, at the very end of it, there's fireworks at 9 p.m. Fireworks. Now here, Actual Shelby fireworks. won't brag here. Okay. But up until this week, Shelby was the we were, Mariana was the only hood with fireworks. Tucson pulled it out to get him on a mountain. Whatever. Oro Valley's doing lasers, like Austin Powers. And Shelby, doing lasers. Sarita's doing lasers. They're not even a real town. Okay. Thanks. Shelby runs Mariana. No, she doesn't run Mariana, but she is putting this event together, and there will be fireworks, and they're going to be unsafe fireworks. Unsafe because we want to set the yeah. fire, the river on fire. No, we want we everyone to know. But Marana rocks, so they are unsink. No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> we have amazingly safe. <laughs> They're unsanctioned fireworks. Safe sanctioned fireworks in Marana. If you are coming to the park at Crossroads Park in Marana, make sure that you, uh, you know, drink a lot of water. Heat. Wow, heat she's taking. My dad fainted. My dad fainted at her last event. Yeah. so she's, she's throwing Bring shots chairs. at my father right now. Um, make sure you're hydrated and eat at the one of 35 food Bring trucks. your wives. And come early. The doors open at 4. It's going to be a madhouse. And then you just stake out your spot. And we have bands, live music on stage, Jesse Colt Band, oh. and One's All Band. Larry so, Scott will also be in attendance. Larry Scott was not we'll invited. We'll be shooting him from a rocket. Okay, that's, that's a good part. Yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> with that being said. There it is. Thank you all for joining us on this grim day. Bear down. Bear down, Arizona. Bear down. Shelby, you asked me what's one good thing to come out of this. I did. Have you ever been to Stillwater? Ugh, I can't wait. Fort Worth? Ugh, no. Boca Raton? That'd be fun. Exactly, Shelby. We're back.